This podcast is part of the Soul Zone Network. Hello, and welcome to the Butterfly Connection. Connecting your soul to source with Molly Ray Randall and Sarah Courtney. We are all connected, and we are not alone. What if you could rebirth your soul, gain movement in your life, and reconnect with your authentic self? Join us each week as we connect with Source to answer the burning questions that lie deep within us and gain clarity and wisdom to soar to our greatest potential. It's It's time time to fly. This is BK21, The Muddy Part of Life. Hello, hello. It's Molly and Sarah. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in with us this week, and we hope you're all having a fantastic week. We are going to have quite the conversation today, so make sure that you are listening closely. I don't know about any of you, but sometimes life is just not as easy as we would like it to be. Sarah and I feel very strongly that it is so important not just to have conversations about how we can grow, but we also have to have conversations about all of the junk that comes up in that. And we have been feeling a lot of the junk lately in our self-growth. Sarah, what's been going on with you? Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's just been one thing after another. It's it's like you set an intention to do something and then 20 things come up that you have to do. Um, I feel like every time I get one step ahead, I fall flat on my face. And because of that, I feel like I'm not able to honor what it is that I would like to do. And that I know that my soul is calling me to do. And so I get really frustrated and I get angry. And so lately, that's kind of been where I've been at. And then on top of that, and because of all of that, I have felt my anxiety level increase. Yes, I completely understand everything you said. It's pretty much a ditto on this side. As soon as I really set the intention and told the people around me, that I am going to work on putting me first. Like, I really set the intention. A lot of times, I'll say I'm going to put myself first, and then I fall back into that category of caregiver where I'm constantly putting everybody else's needs first. But this time around, I am a million percent ready to focus on me. And I said it out loud, and I said it to the people that needed to hear it, And oh my gosh, it was like a wave of mud literally just came swarming in. And I thought, what is going on? All I want is some time to focus on the things that are important to me. And I want time to focus on me. I know that when I focus on me, I can be a better person around everybody else. So, Like Sarah said, she's starting to feel very frustrated and angry. And my anxiety as well has been really creeping in as all of these things that I don't want going on are going on. So 
Sarah, how are you handling your anxiety? Well, I, I mean, I'm trying to come up with some sort of a schedule for myself. But uh, to be completely honest, I haven't been doing a very good job of handling anxiety. And it's really discouraging. And I know, you know, that there are many of us out there that suffer from anxiety and know how difficult it is to have some kind of a semblance of normalcy or drive or motivation to do something when your thoughts continue to spiral. So it's been difficult. And being discouraged, you know, just feeds into that whole lack of motivation and thinking that things are ju aren't just going to work out. And so, you know, I've had some moments where I've given up or I've <laughs> binge watched Netflix <laughs> instead of doing the things that I know would honor my soul and fill my heart, you know. But, you know, with all that said, sometimes you just have to binge watch Netflix. Sometimes you just have to lay on the couch. Sometimes you have to just get angry and punch a pillow. I, I really feel like it's, it's not something we should all be beating ourselves up about. Because for every milestone that we have, whether it's spiritual growth, whether it's a job, whether it's family life, there's always going to be moments where things are just going to feel stuck in the mud. You got that right. I know for me personally, um, my anxiety creeps up more as like a feeling of bricks on my chest where I just can't breathe. So I don't so much get like things going on in my mind. It's just like this feeling, this heavy, heavy feeling like I'm almost like trapped. and. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't even like I can't even deal right now. And I know for me, sometimes it's hard because when I start to feel that way, then it literally feels like I'm drowning. And when I feel like I'm drowning, then I feel like I can't get anything done. And then I go into like the meltdown. I almost feel like a toddler because I go into this like meltdown of an ugly cry and my thoughts are horrible. Uh, and it's it's not even so much horrible thoughts about other people. It's like, I can't do this and I can't I can't do this and I just can't handle this and I'm just not good enough. And all these crazy thoughts come in my head. And I know I've been dealing with anxiety uh, since I was a kid. And as an adult, I really try once I get into that mode to stop the crazy thoughts of the negative thoughts of I'm not good enough and whatnot. And I try to honor the, the need to ugly cry because for me, the crying is what helps release some of the tension off of my chest. And then I feel like I can start to replace my thoughts that are real because really those thoughts of I'm not good enough or I can't handle anything, that's I know that that's not real. The rational side of me knows that that's not real. But in that moment, I'm just so, I just feel like I'm drowning. So that honoring part, I have learned to just accept the fact that I have to go through the feelings and emotions 
And then once I cry, I try to do something for me, whether it be play my instrument or um, or sage, put some smudge, smudge myself or take a salt bath or or anything like that. But it's one of those things, though, with uh, anxi- my anxiety, and I want want to hear definitely how you go through this process, Sarah, when I'm done. But like, even once I start to get rid of that feeling of drowning and all these bricks on my chest, it never a hundred percent goes away right away. There's always like, I might be able to tone it down to like thirty, forty percent, and then I will start to feel. Like, okay, I can manage this. Like, it's there, but I can push it aside and keep going on with my day. Now, that doesn't mean that then I'm stuck in like 30% every day. But I've noticed if I get to that point where I am gone up to, you know, 80 to 100% of my anxiety level, it does sometimes take a couple days for me to to almost completely get rid of that feeling of the... um like weights on my chest. Yes. I feel such similar stuff, I think, to to you, Molly. Um, I think one really key important thing that you said that struck me is that even in the deepest, darkest depths of those moments, you found time to honor yourself. And I think it's important to say that honoring ourselves isn't always just about how we succeed and honoring ourselves isn't always about what we can do for ourselves to make us happy or joyful. I think honoring ourselves is honoring where we're at and allowing ourselves to be okay with where we are at. And that could be saging, that could be laying on the couch, that could be you know, all of the things that Molly had mentioned. And I think every single one of us has our own thing that we do to honor ourselves or things to do to honor ourselves. And so it's so important to remember that because we are imperfect beings. Now, for myself, the way I go through anxiety is a little different. I have the swirling thoughts, the, the I'm not good enough why am I even bothering? Nobody wants to hear what I have to say. I don't have anything important to give. Those are the things that will pop into my mind and, and they will spiral and swirl like a, like a swarming bee's nest around me. And like Molly said, yeah, you start to feel trapped or like you're drowning. And then I start to hyperventilate and I start to get dizzy and my heart starts to race and my blood pressure starts to to climb. And all of a sudden, I feel like someone sucked all the oxygen out of the room. And then I just go to this black, dark, desolate place and I shut down. And when I shut down, I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to do anything. When I'm in really bad anxiety mode, I, I really cannot function. and. The only way I know how to get out of anxiety is to write out all of my swirling thoughts. It's like you have to um, superimpose what's going on in your brain onto something else. So for me, I take pen to paper and then I feel like someone is dumping all of it out of me. And then I start to feel like the load lift 
But Molly's right. It doesn't ever 100% go away. It only lessens. And I think that's one thing that's important to mention is that those of us that suffer from anxiety, you know, we don't have a switch. It doesn't just go on off. It's a daily practice of learning how to ask the important questions of what is real and what is one of those thoughts that is just swirling from anxiety. And another thing that's important to remember, too, is to ask yourself the question in the grand scheme of things, what you're thinking about at that moment, how is the outcome? Well, is the outcome going to affect you? Is the outcome gonna, going to make your entire world fall apart? And that's really helped me. So when I'm thinking about something like, oh my goodness, I'm worried that my son is going to, you know, I'm going to get a phone call from school and my son's going to get in trouble, you know, and then I have to remind myself, okay, well, what's the worst that can happen out of that? Or, you know, whatever it may be. And I think that's really important to, to ask when dealing with anxiety. I agree. Thank you for sharing your experience. And while we're talking about so candidly about anxiety right now, I know that I have found more people in my life that once I start to admit that I have anxiety, there's more people out there who are willing to share. I think it can be really difficult sometimes when you have anxiety and you kind of feel like you're the only one having that. And then to try to explain that to somebody that doesn't have anxiety, it can be really difficult to get someone else to understand. So I think it's great to be able to have other people to support you. And in talking about support, Sarah has been very guided to create a support group. And I would love for her to share that a little bit, what she's, what she's doing, because I want everybody to get on there who is dealing with anxiety or knows people with anxiety, just so we can all support one another and have a greater understanding about it. Yes. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, so the Facebook group is called Dragon Warriors. It's facing the fear and the anxiety within us. And I created it for anyone who feels guided to come in and just have support. Because all of us that, ha- that have anxiety, you know, we don't always talk about it. We walk around, we do our daily thing, and people are none the wiser. So this is a place where I want to create a community where you can feel safe to talk about it with other people who are going through it. And that's pretty much what it is. And the, the meaning of the dragon is uh, the dragon is the warrior within us. It's the support system that we can and need to give ourselves. And we are all dragons because we are all strong, even though anxiety tries to tell us that we're not. And so that's pretty much the, the background on it. So yeah, Dragon Warriors. Yeah, go check it out. I'm so excited for all the things that are going to come of that group and all of the support that we all need. Yes. So um, thanks for creating that. And like Sarah said about the dragon with inner strength, I think that's a really key thing. Whether you're having anxiety, whether you're having a bad day, whether things aren't going the way you want them to, 
or you've set this intention of you want things to be a certain way and your day doesn't go like that and you're just like frustrated and annoyed, we have to stop ourselves in those moments and remind ourselves that we are strong and that we can overcome anything. Even though we might have this mudslide coming in and it's all sticky and yucky and, and not anything that we really want to deal with, we have to remind ourselves, no matter how negatively we're feeling, that we can do it. Because you can. You can get through the mud. You can clean the mud off of you. After you get through it, you can move that boulder out of the way. You can do anything you set your mind to. Even in those moments where you have anxiety and fear and frustration and anger and all of those ugly feelings that are sometimes things we don't want to talk about. Yes, absolutely. And it's also important to remember that this too shall pass. This too shall pass. We can wipe off the mud. We can climb over the boulder. And what's in front of us is always going to be something better. And then we might come across another boulder or we might have to get our, you know, find ourselves stuck in the mud again. And my friends, it's just the process. You know, we don't come to a point of spiritual growth or spiritual enlightenment where we say, "Okay, I've reached the top of the mountain. I have learned all I need to learn. I'm good. (laughs) It doesn't exist. It doesn't happen. That's why life is life. That's why things happen. They don't happen, like I've said before, they don't happen to us. They happen for us and for our development and for our growth. So even in those deep, dark moments when you are swirling in anxiety or you are swirling in tears or you are in this black hole and you feel like you cannot get out, remember that you are strong. Remember that you can reach your hand up to the sky and your angels and guides will pull you out. And all of your family and all of your friends and all of the people that you have built around you as your support system, they are all there too. And we are here as well. So it's just so important to remember that we're all in this together. We are. Just like that song. We're all in this together. (laughs) You know, everything comes to me in song. I can't help it. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? Just in that moment where Sarah said that, like, Sarah and I have had a pretty frustrating day today. But sometimes we get our messages in whatever way we need to find the humor, to put the smile back on our face. And that's where when you reach up to your angels and your guides and your loved ones and you tell them, listen, I got to have some support. Somebody's got to help me from up there because nobody's getting it down here right now. Nobody's getting me right now. You got to give me something. And I'm blessed to get what I call songograms. I just get these songs in my head that are so fitting. But, you know, there's that little thought of humor that pops into your head or I don't know, something silly happens and like you open up the refrigerator door and something falls out on you or just little things like that. Look for that. Look for that little moment where you can laugh because laughter is our best medicine, especially in our most frustrating days. If we can find something that is can just put a little laughter in our life, 
it can really shift how you're feeling. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and while Molly is getting songograms, I get picturograms. <laughs> That's how they send me my humor. Like right before this podcast, I actually got a vision of a poop emoji for us to talk about walking through the mud. So as you can see, spirit, spirit will find any way to help dig you out of whatever hole you're in. And I just think that's the most amazing blessing. It is the most amazing blessing. And it's an amazing reminder that we are never alone, even in those deepest moments of our anxiety attacks and panic attacks and crazy anger attacks and whatever you want to call them. We are never alone. We can pull ourselves out of it. And we have an amazing team behind us that has our back. Yes. So this week, maybe not something specific, but in, in terms of a journal exercise, but how about just taking a frustrating moment you might have this week or an anxiety attack or whatever it may be and just write out anything and everything that comes to your mind, all of the anger, all of the mud, get it out and write it down. And then after you do that, you can sit and ask yourself, what is most important and how will you honor yourself in those deep, dark moments? Yes. And also try to take a situation where you might be feeling frustrated or annoyed or have anxiety or whatever and honor those feelings. Put yourself in a room or whatever you need to do, cry, write, whatever you need. and then. Give yourself something positive, something happy. Give yourself something you can laugh about so that you can bring the joy back in and get rid of all of those negative thoughts and feelings that are creeping up. But the key here, though, is you have to allow yourself to feel those thoughts and feelings, but don't stay in them because that will not allow you to continue to grow if you stay in it. So move through it and then find something funny because we all need a good laugh. Well, as always, we have an amazing Facebook group. Yes, we do. Called Butterfly Connection. We'd love to see you in there. And now you can get on soulreflectionsacademy.teachable.com and download our free class, Guided Journaling with the Butterfly Connection. In that class, we will always be putting updates every week of our guided journaling exercises, and our podcast will be in there and some other fun little videos and whatnot to help you in your soul growth. Yes. And the greatest thing about that is, is once you're signed up for the class, you're always signed up for it because there's always going to be something new. Yes. So lifetime free membership at soulreflections.teachable.com. Yes, and don't forget to, um, if you can, check out my group, The Dragon Warriors, and if you feel guided to come in there and have a support system. Thank you so much for listening to us this week. Have a fantastic week, and we will be back for another great podcast next week. Yes, have a wonderful week.
Thank you for listening to The Butterfly Connection with Molly Ray Randall and Sarah Courtney. Check out our website at thebutterflyconnection.com and download our free weekly guided journaling exercises. We would love to hear from you. Subscribe to our podcast and give us a review. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. And join us next week for another soul-connecting conversation.